Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Nakia Hansen. She's a master of relationship and sexual violence trauma for almost 22 years. She's a survivor of rape, narcissistic abuse, and cancer, and has since turned her misery into her ministry. Nakia is an advocate for survivors of color as a member of the Texas Association Against Sexual Assault Survivor Advisory Board. She's a mental health professional and a certified advanced trauma recovery coach. And through her private practice, she provides trauma recovery services to women survivors of relationship and sexual abuse. Nakia also provides trauma-informed and responsive training to those who, who provide services to survivors of color. Welcome to the show, Nakia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's so great to have you here. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, your, your, um, your background kind of talks a little bit about, you know, how you got into what you're doing today, which a lot of people, uh, you know, such as myself, when you've experienced trauma, the, you wind up in a place where you want to help others, right? But maybe right. from your perspective, talk to me, um, you know, talk to the audience about your journey and, and what led you to, to take the path you did. Sure. So. Um... I was raped when I was a junior in college. Um, and at that time, because of who he was, he was uh, the star basketball player. So I didn't uh, report anything to anybody. I didn't even realize that it was rape because he was my my boyfriend. Um, and so, um, you know, he was trying to go into the NBA. And um, so I kept quiet and I... The reason why I'm so passionate about the survivors of color is because culturally in the African-American community, we have this thing of being strong um, and pushing through the pain. And when we're able to do that and still accomplish great things, we get a pat on the back. But, you know, we're suffering in silence because we're just trying to go through life and kind of pretending nothing is happening and just in survival mode. So after that happened, um, he became abusive. He became um, mostly psychologically abuse, but um, what is now called narcissistic abuse, all of that was happening. Um, And I had to escape that relationship. And I know what people are like, really, you had to escape a psychological abusive relationship? Yes, I did. Um, Because there was a lot of threats and things of that nature. So just going through eight years of life and fight trauma response, I was very angry. I was using alcohol for a coping mechanism and I just hit rock bottom when I was 28 years old. And I know that I needed help. Um, and so I sought out to get help and um, the best decision of my life. But the reason why I'm an advocate and a mentor and I walk beside my clients as their advocate, as they're going through their recovery journey is because I did not have that. I didn't have anybody that was fighting for me until I did meet my mental health professional. And she's the only one that did not give up on me because I was a difficult client. 
I um, <laughs> very just had a lot of walls up and she just did not, she just did not give up on me. And so I bring that to what I do as a trauma recovery coach. I do have a master's degree in counseling, but I like the trauma recovery coach aspect of it because I'm able to be my client's mentor. I'm able to be their advocate as they go through this journey of trying to recover from their trauma. And whether it's rape, whether it's dating domestic violence, whether it's narcissistic abuse, I'm with them every step of the way. They're not doing this by themselves because I know what I needed and I didn't have that. Um, and not that I couldn't have gotten it, but I just, because, you know, we got the strong black woman syndrome, you know, that was embedded in me as a little girl. Um, so I didn't know how to reach out for help. And a lot of my clients struggle with that of dealing and feeling their stuff when they don't know how to do that. So I get the pleasure of turning my misery into my ministry, my pain into my purpose. And it doesn't feel like work to me. I know that this is my purpose. This is my passion. This is what um, I'm meant to do on this earth. So that's basically. I love that. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting because, and you, and you reached out for help young. Um, I had therapists when I was younger, but I didn't really you know, reach out to desperately until my 40s because I was too proud. And there's a lot of us who are survivors of, of any kind of trauma right. where we feel like we have to do it alone and we're too too ashamed to get help or too proud to get help. But, mm -hmm. but people like you and I and others who want to help those who have been in similar safe situations, there's, there's millions of, of other people waiting right. for someone to call and say, I desperately need your help, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's right. really, um, you know, it's just a matter of getting there and it takes time. So how mm -hmm. do you, how do you, how do you get the message out so people can come reach out to you and, and they feel safe with you? Um, I'm starting to make a present on social media. So social media is just not my, my jam. Um, but I know that's where the people are. Um, and so I'm starting to get out that way. But when I first started, I was um, on psychology today. So people would reach out. But a lot of where I got most of my clients were word of mouth. So um, it would be other previous clients that would refer other clients that way. So if it wasn't for that or psychology today, um, I wouldn't probably have the clients that I do have now, but I do um, have clients within my association, you know, um, the trauma recovery coaching is through the International Association of Trauma Recovery Coaching. And so other coaches will refer uh, clients to me that way as well. So, but yeah, it usually when I share my story, that's when they start calling and especially around the holidays because the holidays are not so pleasant for everybody, especially those of us that have experienced trauma. I, I think, um, you know, we all need, no matter how strong we are, we all need someone to, to really fight for us. You know, like I, I always wanted someone to be like cheering me on and really pushing me through. And it's hard to find mm -hmm. someone who will do that for you right. because because as a as a coach, it's draining. As a counselor, when you're dealing with other people's trauma, it's right. it's draining. So you have to really be healed and have a good balanced mental health in order to do mm -hmm. that. Um, Most definitely. So what are what are some of the things that you do to make sure that you're you don't 
you know, I think most of us are empaths too. How, how do you make sure that you don't absorb all of that toxic, you know, the toxic energy from trauma that, that you can maintain that balanced mental health? Sure. Um, well, within my clients, I, you know, I take a 30 minute break between each one. Um, and then after the day is over, I center myself. So I make sure that my nervous system is regulated. So I do a lot of breathing exercises and go to my happy place because a lot of the clients that I deal with are dealing with some heavy stuff. And so when I do get off of the Zoom call or the in-person with them, Sometimes I'm drained or sometimes I may be triggered. So I always make sure that before I go on and be mom and be caretaker to my mom, that I center myself and I regulate my own nervous system. Um, and then I, I'm self-care. I'm all about self-care, setting up those boundaries, um, making sure that I'm doing something that makes me happy. Um, I take off days, so I only work Monday through Thursday, Fridays, I do not work. Every other Saturday I work and I absolutely don't work on Sunday. And I do absolutely nothing on Sunday except go to church. And then I come home and I do nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. I'm in the bed and I'm watching a good movie or catching up on my shows from the week. So I'm an advocate of self-care, especially because of what I hear on a daily basis. Yeah, it's so important. And we forget, we, we, it's so easy to forget to take care of ourselves and, and make those, the, you know, take those breaks and make the time for our, ourselves. So what would you tell, um, <clears throat> you know, you hear all the time if you're in an abusive relationship, you know, whether it's physical or whether it's uh, uh, emotional, like a, a narcissistic uh, partner, um, you know, women here all the time, well, why didn't you just leave? Or why can't you just go? You know, it's not that easy. What would you tell someone who's perhaps in a situation and knows it's not a healthy situation, but they're not sure, you know, maybe it's them, right? Because they've been gaslit, you know, to believe that it's them, or maybe they're just not sure how, how to get out of it. What advice would you give someone? Sure. Um, I would tell them that they have to be ready in their own time. They can't, you know, because it's so easy for people to say, just leave, just leave. And they don't know everything that is happening behind closed doors. And so when you are in an abusive relationship, you're in survival mode. You're trying to survive each and every day, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's financial, psychological, whatever. Um, but the one thing I want people to know is that it's not going to change that is going to get worse before it gets better. And it doesn't matter how you are trying to be the best wife and the best girlfriend or best husband, best, you know, um, boyfriend, because it does happen to males as well. Um, it's not going to change. And you are not going to be able to change that person. And there's nothing that you can do to change that. And I, And also, if there's children involved, don't stay because of the kids, because the kids are watching you. They are watching you and they can feel all of that. And I don't care how young they are, they can still feel it. They just don't have the words to express what they're feeling, but that trauma is there. And so it will have an effect on your children. 
No matter if they're babies or if they're one or two or three, they're going to remember that yelling and that screaming and all of the things being thrown around and walls being punched and all of those things. So we have to sometimes just think about ourselves, but also think about our babies as well, because it will get worse before it gets better. And then before you leave, make sure that you talk to someone to get a safety plan because that's the most dangerous time as well. Um, talk to somebody that's going to advocate for you and that's not going to judge you. Um, you got to have that safety circle. So when you do leave, somebody is there for you and advocating for you on your behalf without the victim blaming, without the victim shaming. Um, there are so many providers out there, nonprofits or people like myself that will advocate and mentor you and make sure that you're in a safe space. Yeah, and definitely, you know, someone who specializes in it because there's, right. there's yes. different types of help. You can get a, a counselor, right. a therapist, and a coach, but they're not specialized and they'll tell you themselves, I'm not the right person for you. So right. find someone so, who's right for you. And that is so important, especially those that are in narcissistic abusive relationships, because you have counselors, therapists, whatever. That's not their specialty. Not that they've not um, had a client that's, you know, in an abusive relationship, but narcissistic abuse is totally different. And so you've got to have somebody that specializes in that. So that way you won't get re-victimized by somebody that does not specialize in it because they don't understand it. I, I never, I never had, you know, you heard of narcissistic people, but I never really realized how bad it was until my second marriage. And it was a narcissistic, uh, you know, a partner. And, um, I remember I tried to leave him several times and I kept uh, talking to myself, constantly talking to myself, you know, maybe it's me, maybe it's me, maybe it's me. And I had done all my work. I was healed. And I was like, I was all in, but it made me, he made me question myself. And I just remember the last time I, I was like, this time I'm going to do it. And I would go in my son's room and I close the door and I literally would be like crying and just begging God, don't let me say yes. Don't let me take, don't let me go back to him. Don't like, that's how bad narcissistic abuse. And I had to work with the therapist for months afterwards, because all I wanted was to be near him, but I knew right. it was so bad for me. And so, mm -hmm. you know, my therapist helped me through because people don't realize the extent of a narcissistic relationship yeah. and how much it could really entrap you. Yes. And it's a trauma bond. It's a deep rooted trauma bond because narcissistic abuse is abuse of your mind. And so is you feel like you're losing your mind half of the time when you are with them. And so it's a strong trauma bond. So when you break that trauma bond, it's like an addiction. It's like, right. I want to be free from it. But I'm like, because they paint this picture of you and people believe the picture that they painted. And so you're so busy trying to like, I'm not like that. I'm, 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 I'm this, I'm that. So you're, but, but then a part of you is like, okay, but you've gone on with your life and I'm sitting over here and I'm stuck. So right. it's that, it's that addiction. It's almost like an addiction. It's a strong trauma bond that you have with your narcissist. So it's, it's like a drug and the right. adrenaline is like, uh, or whatever, but it's not that easy to leave. And once you leave it, then it's the after effects of that. 
It's the right. after effects, all of the manipulation, all of the gaslighting, all of the love bombing, all, I mean, just all of that just coming to a head and you're just kind of like, I don't know what, none of this. And you absolutely need someone and you absolutely need someone to support you through it to make yes. sure you, you, you stay separated because mm -hmm. otherwise you can easily fall back into it. Right. The no contact, the no contact is, it's important, but it's really hard to do. Yeah. Especially when you have kids. So yes. definitely. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, especially when you have kids. It just makes it a lot harder. I, I've had clients that have kids and businesses with their narcissists. So, yeah. Wow. Well, we're at time. Um, any parting okay. words for our audience today? Um, as the holidays are coming up, you know, set your boundaries. If there is a situation or, you know, you don't have to say yes just because it's your family. If your family is toxic, or has toxic behaviors or certain people you don't want to be around because they trigger you, it's okay to say no. And it's okay to go home and be in your own safe space. Um, and if anybody is needing somebody, reach out. It is somebody that can help you. Reach out. You do not have to do this by yourself and alone. Absolutely. So many women like yourself out wanting to help others. So thank yes. you so much for being on the show. Where can people find you, Nakia? Sure. Um, my website is www.justusjusustraumarecoverycoaching.com. Uh, and then I'm also on Instagram. It's just Kia. Um, and yeah, um, I'm also going to be doing a couple of programs, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery program for women and also um, a um, a new badge of honor, emotional management, self-awareness, transformation program for my strong women out there. Love it. Love it. You, yeah. you can't have an, you can't have enough programs out there for people. Absolutely. If you're listening, reach out to Nakia. Um, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. No problem. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.